You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. that everyone should take a three-month sabbatical once every five years mm-hmm. like that should just be standard for for leadership roles yep. that every five years maybe and i was like if you're a highly tenured maybe even three years you know you've been in this thing for 30 40 years you should take a three-month sabbatical every three years and someone said to me i was just like well if you did that aren't you going to lose productivity and i was like no i was like you're going to gain productivity because a People are going to be resting. I said the sabbatical should be, I don't care what you do, Al. You could fish for three months. Yep. You could you could work out for three months. You could go with your spouse to, to Maldives for three months if you have the money to do that. Or you could just sit at home and eat popcorn for three months. I don't care. You just need to take time away from that element. And we don't normalize that. You know, I think the word sabbatical, especially with the pastor, it's like, oh, he must have bleeped up somewhere. Right, <laughs> right, sabbatical. right. He must have done something right. wrong. He's about to resurface it. Uh, what's it? What's that? Allocated ease. Was, you, you end up in, in, in Rappahannock <laughs> or Tappahannock, Virginia. You know, in Lynchburg and Allegheny West. I mean, you did something wrong. Yeah. You, you took a, quote, sabbatical, right. you know, because you, you, you did something that you weren't supposed to do. And, you know, you resurface. They sit you down and, and let you get some R&R. But we have to normalize that amongst leadership roles, that people take time off. And they can recharge their battery because this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's it's you know you guys. We talk about our fathers being in ministry for forty five years. Taking a year off or taking two years off is taboo in theory, but it can save your life. Yeah. It can save your marriage. It can save your relationship with with your kids. I'm just curious talking to you, gentlemen. Noah talked about normalizing the need. You know, he was very open and honest that he had a series of, of losses of parishioners and he sought some therapy. What is the culture in the pastoral ministry on going to see therapy? Is that frowned on? Is that does that mean that you're soft? I know in I know in black culture, <laughs> yeah. I know in black culture it's a it's a sign of weakness, you right. know, and especially with men. So black men, you know, physical and mental health. You know, you yeah. break you you tear up your knee, you almost gotta get your 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 leg amputated before you actually go to the doctor. Yeah. You know, it's just but we're moving out of that. I think our generation is much better on that than previous generations but mental health the the mental strain that wears on you because i assume and i don't you know i'm not here to talk about people in affairs and addiction to pornography myron's gonna come on you know he loves to put he'll talk about that for hours you know somebody have myron talk about pornography for hours but i have to think that i have to think that over the course of time if you have some some chinks in the armor of your marriage if you have some vices if you like to gamble if you struggle with something all of this mental weight on you has to have a profound impact in maybe pushing you into some of those areas where you may struggle which jeopardizes your ministry and jeopardizes the the shield the three angels message in in, in, the, in the respect of your church yes yeah to all of the above i want to take a uh i want to do a, a spur on i-95 to come back to what you're talking right. about Because I think a part of that is recognizing, talking about how we deal with everything, uh, James and Noah, ministry was never meant to be done in a silo. Right, right, right. Ministry was never meant for us to to do by ourselves. 
most pastors have a Superman complex. Mm, mm. True. Now is that now is a great point. Is that because mm. do we make it that way as the as the yes or or do they teach that at Andrews or they teach that at Oakwood? Because I went to Oakwood, which guys cultural. people looked up. It's cultural. You know? I, I think it's, I told I, I, would, I would put my, my brother in law yeah. blast. I was telling my wife. I said my brother in law spoke at Pine Forge for his for his twentieth a few years ago, and he rocked the house. Yeah, he absolutely obliterated, incinerated the stage. John three sixteen. And I said I said to my wife, I said I was watching. I was watching Noah at the basketball game, and there are some beautiful girls from classes, his class and classes adjacent to him, and they were looking at him like he was a snack. <laughs> and he didn't even realize it. He wasn't even thinking. He's up there being a pastor, you know, the, the, hey, everybody, how's everybody doing? I told, I told Autumn, I said, I said, these women were looking at Noah. They were just in awe of him, and he didn't realize it. Do we give you the God complex. Do we give you the Superman complex? Yeah, I think, I think it's. We give ourselves that. Yeah, too. Okay. yeah, yeah. We give ourselves okay. that. So it's baked into what we give and what also comes at us. But I'm saying that to say, ministry was never meant to be done alone. You look in the Bible, even in the Old Testament, the people who worked at the sanctuary. Guess what? They only work for a certain time of year. Mm. Uh, yeah, they only worked for a certain uh, uh, time in the sanctuary and they were divided up. So they were in teams. So nobody was ever working by themselves. Jesus, every time he sent right. them out, he sent them out in groups. Wow. That ain't going to work with souls and goals, though, brother. We, we, uh, we but that's what I'm saying. No, it's cultural. <laughs> it's cultural. But I think that some of us have seen that and are trying to forge a different path. So. Even if it's in collaboration, I mean, I will tell you, like, I mean, I'm not breaking any secrets here, uh, state secrets. Yo, Friday night, Sabbath morning, Tuesday, Wednesday, Noah, Myron, and Al are chatting together and we're helping each other with our sermons. Okay. okay. Am I telling the truth? I don't think that's unrealistic. We're helping each other I mean, with our sermons. So, each other, so if there's something like I'm saying, so I'm saying just even in that. So if you're listening, or, or if, you, if you're watching, morning, if, you're watching <laughs> if you're watching Myron uh, preaching in uh, in Cleveland, or you're watching Al preach in New Jersey, or Noah in D.C., you might hear the same sermon. You know, they might be they might be sharing. They might be sharing. So if, if Noah preaches a sermon on 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 the Sermon on the Mount. And, and Al is preaching that same sermon the next week. You know something's fishy. So I'm like, yo, fellas, I'm you stuck on wanna, this you point. You might want to write the conference. Or I'm trying to illustrate right. this point. Right. Or mm, how does this sound? Like right. we're, we're, we're collaborating. That's great. I had no idea that y'all collaborated. That we're we're yes. helping each other. I thought that y'all commiserated with, man, you know, this woman threw herself at me. Or, you know, I mean, I mean, or, you know, I have to deal with, you know, tithe is, tithe is 100,000 short of what, what goal is. I didn't that think that you actually talked about the... The, the sermons themselves I think it's all things That we collaborate about It could be from A to Z Whether it's You know what I'm saying My commanders Shout out to the tie We got yesterday But yeah, whether right. it's my commanders um, You know what I mean And what they're doing Or not doing Right Or whether it's Man I've got these You know Elders And we're not seeing Out of eye or right, something Right right Or right. it's You know what I'm saying Man I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about This sermon I did But I don't really Mm. I want to see if this makes sense right. to yeah. you all. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, give me some feedback on this or whatever the case may be. Got my man Tucson Williams and, you know, and walking by in the in, in building, man. Living living legend. 
Um, two signing. We called him. We called him. We called him. We called him three signs. He never saw a shot. He never saw a shot. He didn't like. Well, Noah, Noah, Noah never saw a shot. He didn't like either. You want to court with Noah two signs? You're not going to take a whole lot of shots, man. Not enough balls to go around. Well, if we on the Warriors, it's it's plenty. It's plenty good room. Right. Right. But you know, and speaking of ball, that's one of the things that I think. Well, oh, that's one of the things that I think you got to have an outlet in right, pastoral right, ministry. Yeah. Right? You got to have some type of yeah, outlet. Right? And I remember there was a season when I was playing, I went to uh, Lifetime Fitness and was playing okay. ball there four times a week. Okay, hey, what's up, Laura? And so it was just a crazy outlet going there. And I used to hate when people found out I was a pastor. Oh, wow. I hated it wow. because I was there to hoop. Right. It, I played against guys that played D one, D two. Now ball. is that because you was cussing at people after no, no, crossing no, no, them up? No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you why. Why I played not? ball against guys who were playing D one, D two. Some made their money overseas. Okay. A couple of them had ten day contracts. Okay. It was great ball. Yeah, you were a ball player. Oh man. my gosh, it was great ball. I saw the game in a way I never seen it before. But when they were find out I was a pastor, they would come to me and be like, "Hey man, um, I heard you're a pastor. Is that true?" Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yeah, man. Okay, listen, man." Um, Going through this thing, like it would right. turn into a counselor set, and I'm well, just, just like, like Al said, you can't turn it off. You just there to play ball. You try. You just there to play ball. You're not there to save a soul that day. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> right, right, you know what I'm right. Saying? And so I was there to get my outlet, and a lot of times it would turn. And I wasn't like, dude, I'm not here for that. You right. know, I would, you know, talk to him and stuff. Right. But you need some type of outlet to blow off steam no, I mean, from, yes. from yes. Right. what's going on, yes. man. Right. Whether yeah. it's uh, golf, whether it's playing ball, whether it's you know what I'm saying? Going to the movie, whatever, okay. however you can get that okay. positive outlet. You know what I'm saying? I think you need to have that have that scheduled in. So I'm gonna, as we as we wind down the interview, I want to thank uh, both of you for spending uh, a couple of segments with me and really being open and honest. You know, Al's been a part of of, of Lance Day Plus and and what I'm doing on radio for for many years. These themes, like at, at this you know leadership conference, these themes give pastors and ministers and individuals an opportunity to, to really uh, be introspective about what the trends are in, in ministry. What would, what would you guys say as we wrap up? What are some of the trends going into 2023 post COVID? Yeah. So I think what I, what I see, and I'm just, question. I'm just talking, I'm yeah. talking about it from a membership standpoint. You know, it's uh, my wife had dragged me back to church. Um, I had no desire to ever go back to church other than maybe once every few months to, to drop off my tithe. I was me very too. happy sitting at home watching Buddy Bird <laughs> on TV and watching Damian Chandler. That was my rotation. Buddy Bird in the morning, Damian Chandler in, in, in the afternoon. I was getting two services. Yeah. You know, uh, I didn't have a problem whipping out some grape juice uh, for myself and washing my own feet for communion. Yeah. I had no issue with that. But I will say since since really getting back into church, I love the, the camaraderie. I love the fellowship all of those things. But what I've noticed is before COVID, people didn't have the setup. They didn't have the microphones. They didn't have the cameras. They didn't have the ability to stream. Now everybody can stream. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's a TV pastor. You know, yeah. everybody's Olstein. You know, everybody, everybody's TG Jakes. Everybody is is doing that. Some some of the moderate sized churches, they have ninety thousand dollar TV cameras. That's you know, right. They're coming with the thunder. You know, sure they, they have a real production. What are the trends uh, for pastors? Not just with, with what you're doing at 11 o'clock service, but like you talked about, the, the counseling, the, the, the working with uh, the sick, visiting members, funerals, um, mental health, all of that stuff. What are the trends that you gentlemen are seeing in a post-COVID society? 
it's it's finding out how to minister in person and virtual at the, mm, same at the same time. So there's a difference between having a virtual service and having a virtual church. Interesting. Right? You've got to have a, have a platform because there are some people who just can't make it to the building. And right. I, I ain't going to front. I, I know it's recorded, but as a pastor, I was comfortable with not coming back to the building. Yes, be- I mean, I appreciate be- your, your, you being candid. I'm going to tell you why. Yes, sir. I was not interested in going back to what, in my opinion, wasn't working in the first place. Interesting. Right? That was a whole other discussion. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right. So I was, I was brainstorming something different even before COVID started. Okay. Right? Okay. So the trends, though, are, man, how can we minister to people virtually, in person, um, but some people, I, I saw a senior last week, she's 98 years old, okay, and she looks lucky. 70. Mm. And I said to her, I said, I got friends that are 45, but they look right. 105, right? right? That's true. And so on I learned that, so on much that about- Hennessy um, oh, they, they that on Hennessy breakfast. They on more than that. <laughs> they, on, they on some stuff. Right. But, but she had a brother who was a red tail, and I okay. just found out oh, some wow. history. Wow. So, mm. so- they should have named the they should have named the Redskins the Red Tails just for the record, man. That's they, a whole nother. They comment. blew I mean, it. Said that. They absolutely foobarred that. that one, but that's another discussion. They did more than that. You about to make me say some words? It's not in <laughs> they, 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 they really time. they really messed that one. Yeah, up, that's man. a whole that's, that's a whole. That, that, that was a man. great that chance was, to, to to carry on a, a phenomenal legacy, legacy. Yep. in Chocolate City yep. of all places and completely rebrand and you know they whoever when when Jay Z buys that team when they kick Daniel Snyder out of hopefully that they'll rename. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. As a former quality executive who has literally retrieved and coded millions of charts, I've worked with our new partners over at Episource for many years and am proud to now serve as a brand ambassador and part of their product development team. Episource is a global industry leader in chart retrieval, coding, quality analytics, and in-home assessments. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. We ready, Professor? Yeah. We'll start with an easy one. Is your name, in fact, Deshaun Fredericks? Yeah. True. And do you reside, in fact, the 1200 block of Woodyear Street in West Baltimore? Yeah. True. And did you and Monel shoot your boy Pookie down on Cary Street just like Monel said you did? Nah, no. Bye. Mm. Mm-hmm. Machine is never wrong, son. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.